You're listening to the Digital Dive Media Podcast, a curation of digital marketing industry news, trends, and other insights designed to keep communication professionals informed. Today's episode is brought to you by Brand Method Media Group. Welcome to another episode of Digital Dive Media Podcast. Today, we have Sarah Marski. Sarah Marski is the founder and CEO of Sarah Mar Group, which is a purpose-driven marketing consulting firm specializing in the U.S. Hispanic market. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Thank you, Kelly. So good to be here. So let's start from the beginning, Sarah. How long have you been working in this industry? Okay, so in the marketing industry and real specifically more the multicultural marketing industry, I've been in that market for over 12 years. So just to give you a little bit of background about my journey in this space, I before I started the business, so my business is focused on connecting brands to U.S. Hispanic audiences, um, as you mentioned before. And I started this business about two years ago. Before that, I worked for the multicultural marketing team at the Coca-Cola company, um, doing a lot of campaigns focused on the Hispanic market on a national scale. Um, so that was phenomenal. And then before that, I worked for a local nonprofit organization called the Latin American Association that serves the Latino community in Metro Atlanta, leading PR marketing and communications there. So with all of that, it's been about over 12 years in this space, but I would add that, you know, working in the Hispanic space has always been, you know, a lifelong love of mine. I'm not from Hispanic origin. I grew up in North Carolina, but had the opportunity to learn Spanish my entire life in school, literally since preschool, preschool, kindergarten, elementary, high school. Always had a love for the language. Always had a love for the culture. Had the opportunity to study Spanish and international studies in college, live abroad, lived in Costa Rica, lived in Spain. So, (laughs) wow. Yeah, so it's always been something that's been very, a deep love of mine, I would say, and a lifelong love of mine. And I've always wanted to to carry that passion throughout my career. So I moved to Atlanta after college. I studied at UNC, moved here, and then ended up, you know, doing master's in communications and really focusing in on, I did my thesis around Hispanic identity formation. I also interned at Univision 34 Atlanta and just always wanted that to be central to my career because I just so appreciate different languages, different cultures, et cetera. And you'll see that carried throughout my business as well. Awesome. It's so funny. I I feel like most people that are still in marketing today, if you ask about their background, it's it's a hybrid Mm -hmm. of PR, marketing, digital, Mm -hmm. just that whole span of your career. What is a typical day like for you? So I would the typical day, um, there is no typical day. <laughs> and that's pretty much what I've always loved about this marketing space. So just to give you a little bit further background, you know, before I started the business two years ago, I worked for the multicultural marketing team um, at Coca-Cola. And for that, I um, led PR marketing in communication for an, a local organization called the Latin American Association. It's a nonprofit that serves the Latino community here in Metro Atlanta. And I would say one of the core things that has been consistent throughout my career and my work day has been that there is no typical work day. And that is something that I have always thrived on. For me, variety is totally the 
life. And if I was going into a career where it was the same thing every day where I came and sat down on the desk and kind of did the same routine every day. That is not an environment where I would thrive. <laughs> for me, I've always looked for dynamic opportunities, things that are moving, things that are just, there's always something interesting going on. And, you know, in a career before starting the business, I could one day, you know, we're working on strategy. The next day we're at a video shoot. The next day we're at a photo shoot. The next day we're activating an event. The next day, you know, we're doing something empowering, you know, with the community. So there's always something different that my career has offered. And, and that's exciting. And, you know, with the business, oh, it's, it's a completely new journey. I'd say I'm a relatively new business owner, um, having the company only about two years ago, um, which sounds like a long time, but I would say in the span world of entrepreneurship really is that <laughs> a long time. So I have incorporated a lot of new things into my days. And a lot of those are about learning, just kind of learning about learning about Profit and loss, um, mm-hmm. balance sheets, things, mm-hmm. things like that. Prospect. The whole, one of the major new things to me about this business journey has been kind of the sales end. So before, I didn't really have to focus on that, other than maybe like doing some sponsorships, things like that. But like, I've never really had to focus on kind of prospecting, qualifying leads, um, <laughs> you know, the new clients. The clients have always, I mean, I've always had the job, you know what I mean? I've just done the job. So now it's a whole new stuff that I'm learning. So that's a new thing. So one day I might be focused on that. The other, another day I might be focused on doing a deliverable for a client. And that in itself can be very, very varied because there's a variety of different projects that I've worked on with a variety of different clients. So yeah, that was a long answer to say there is no typical day (laughs) in my world. (laughs) You know, it's, it's funny. I was sharing with someone that being a business owner is very different than being good at whatever it is you're selling or whatever it is that you're providing as a service, you, there's a whole other aspect of like running a business that can be way outside the scope of anything related to marketing per se. And so that's always a very interesting dynamic to have to balance that. So part of our audience are like young communications professionals and the industry is is always shifting so much and changing, especially now with digital and everything. And they, there seems to be a disconnect between what they should be focused on to excel their career or how to stay, keep their skills sharp. What are some of the main problems you've seen over time that prevent people from being more successful in marketing? I would say a loss of focus on the consumer. Because as, as you know, getting with your consumer. All marketing starts with the person that you're serving and the right. person that your business is serving. So like you always, always, always want to start there. Sometimes it doesn't, even a gut instinct might be wrong. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, it really has to be data driven and it has to be focused on those sites. So it's always kind of starting like, where is your consumer at journey? What is your consumer telling you versus like what you think your consumer 
might be, what their behaviors might their what their practices might be, what their what their attitudes might be a certain topic or a certain subject. So I remember when Obama first ran, one of the very core lessons from the success of his initial campaign that it was completely data driven, mm-hmm. and everything everything they did was based on data and insights. So it's really kind of always like focusing and staying true to the consumer and really starting because whenever we start kind of thinking we know, that's when we get a little bit. <laughs> so I think that would be one of the biggest pieces of advice. Like always let your consumer kind of lead your campaign, lead your business, and lead your strategic focus. So speaking of that, how it needs to be consumer focused. What do you think marketing looks like in 18 to 24 months, considering everything that's going on right now from COVID to politics? What do you think marketing looks like in 18 to 24 months? Yeah, I just think we're in in an incredible time right now. I mean, it is so interesting, everything that's going on in the world. And I think, you know, it makes for such a rich environment from a marketing standpoint, to really, like we talked about, focus on that consumer and what does that consumer need now? You know, obviously I'm in the multicultural marketing space, um, really focused on the Hispanic community. And, you know, COVID-19 pandemic has disproportionately impacted our Hispanic community, our African-American community, et cetera. And I think there's been a real focus on community need and kind of more of a focus on empathy and more focus on what this community needs to really thrive and kind of shift back into that state of resilience and state of growth that was happening before this pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say too, you know, late to the COVID-19 pandemic, we've had this incredible wave of awareness around social justice, which I think is a, a huge turning point as yeah. well. And I think that more and more so brands and companies and organizations that might not have been focused on diverse audiences or focused on diversity and inclusion are now kind of waking up to say, hey, this is an area that we really need to focus on. We really need to get better in this space. We really need to focus on more diverse and inclusive hiring. We need to focus on supplier diversity initiatives. We're bringing on more diverse um, suppliers and vendors into hiring into our community. We need to focus more on more diverse outreach and multicultural marketing. And I think that there has been like a, a huge awakening and awareness of that. And I'm seeing out in the market a shift towards that. I'm seeing companies that haven't, like I said earlier, been focused on that to start to focus on that and to say, hey, we need to be doing something in this space. What are we going to do in this space? And obviously to do so, to do it from an authentic way, yeah. to do it in a way that's not just now because it's now the times, but do so, you know, in a way that's consistent and that is a commitment from the company. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited to see where that shift is going to take as a, as a, really as a community and a nation as a whole, because I think that's only going to uplift all of our communities to create more opportunity for our communities to thrive. So I think that's where the shift is going. Yeah. 
No, and, and, and it's a really exciting time. And yeah. to your point, the authenticity is key. You can't just slap some stuff together and push it out because the eye, you know, it's hot right now. You have yeah. to really approach that type of, of outreach and messaging. You have to approach it from another authentic space. That may mean yeah. obviously bringing in other voices. If the decision makers have all been of the same mindset all this time, it's time to look at that as well. So it's really a whole culture shift. A lot of companies are having to examine their own culture and figure out hiring, the hiring part, the messages we're putting out, the content we're putting out, like all of it is coming together Mm -hmm. and it is exciting. You know, I I get excited Mm -hmm. to see the campaigns come out and sometimes you can tell when it's just a little tone deaf and when it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, you just, you rush to get this out because everybody's doing it. Got it. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I always think about it, you know, and and this is that, always existed in multicultural marketing, there's there's no need for it to be, you know, I think about, you know, Hispanic Heritage Month or, you know, Black History Month or things like that. It's like a lot of companies like, oh, it's a heritage month. Let's do something. Let's do, do something. Yeah. <laughs> but really the reality is like we, we should be celebrating Hispanic culture all from the year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, making it an effort, um, making it an ongoing conversation with the community all throughout the year, because that's really when you're going to build that loyalty. That's really when you're going to build that true connection from a brand perspective. And that is really what Sarah Mark Group is all about. We're really focused on you know, not only reaching um, the U.S. Hispanic market, but also doing it in, in a way that's going to impact in a really positive way and an authentic way for the good of the community. Right. Because for me, my philosophy, in order to do marketing well, in order to really authentically connect with your consumers, it has to start from a place of caring and a place of authentic caring. Like from my perspective, you really want to see the community thrive. Right. You really want to see the community do well. And that is why I really want to focus in on how do we not only reach our Hispanic audience, how do we not only drive our business growth or business growth of a client through reaching the Hispanic audience, but how do we, while we're doing that, create positive impact in the world as well. I believe in a world where we can not only drive business growth, but we can also do good in the world as well, um, create positive social impact with what we're doing for businesses and what we're doing from a marketing perspective as well. And I think from a storytelling perspective, from an uplift perspective, there's so much, even like I think about companies, even just allocating the budget to it, to me, is, is like, <laughs> it's like a huge win, right? <laughs> like The B word. So oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like that to me is a win to say, hey, we need to allocate a fair amount of marketing budget. Real resources. Yeah real resources to this community to me is is, is just a huge win it is because we've all had that battle to get proper budgets and you know i think marketing unfortunately is is often seen as an afterthought so then when you when you niche down even more and you're like we need real marketing resources for this particular group people are like what like where (laughs) but but you have to have you have to give the proper resources and the time for that to work. Nothing is happening overnight. It's got to have a fair amount of time and a fair budget. You're right. Right. Now what I was going to add, just going to add to your point and often, you know, companies think, okay, well, let's start with our overall marketing campaign. We start our overall marketing idea and then like five down into the process, we say, okay, well, how are we going to like 
reach our diverse communities? How are we going to reach multicultural communities? Where really the shift to be from the outset to your point to say, yeah. okay, like we need to infuse multicultural heads from the beginning. We need to allocate budget from the beginning so that we can a really strong, well-rounded campaign from the outset of the business strategy and of the, from the marketing strategy. So yeah, just echoing earlier. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of 18 to 24 months from now, what are you consuming to help you keep a leg up on the competition? Like, how are you preparing yourself to compete better and to grow as a business owner and a company in the marketing space? A variety of different things. So from my perspective, there's kind of two areas where I, I really need to focus on both as a business, you know, making sure we're staying on top of mm-hmm. and understanding what's going on in the community, what are trends, what's happening, um, and just being internal, like just growing the business as well, like just educating myself on being a business owner. So I would say from the first, from the first of that uh, question, there are so many things, um, so many good community organizations doing really great work and talking about the work. I was on an event the other day, kind of the state of the Latinos there, the U.S. Chamber, not the U.S. Chamber, but the Georgia Hispanic Commerce and Latin American Association came together and talked about all the issues going in the community. So attending those types of events, making sure that we're, we're keeping our on the pulse of really what's happening in the community from a grassroots level, that's, that's one area that I on, you know, consuming all the different podcasts. One that I listen to is the NPR uh, Latin USA, um, okay. which, I think, which is a great podcast. Um, um, they, they showcase many incredible stories uh, around what's happening in culture, what's happening in different aspects of, of the community. So that one, NPR um, Latino USA is really great. I follow, you know, Hip Latina. I follow BC, a variety of different content providers, um, Latino and Latina space. And, you know, just uh, staying on top of the news, et cetera. But I think really enriching is making sure, oh, and then, uh, you know, one of my, um, the Latin, what, excuse me, the Latin American Association uh, movement does all sorts of fantastic stories around Latina business owners and just things happening in the space. So just really following that content and just being immersed with all of those stories um, are some of the things that, that I'm doing. And um, really want to start doing more of that, more of that, and um, and looking forward to that in the upcoming years to really focusing in on that as a strategy for the business and starting to tell the stories ourselves as uh, a business and just becoming a provider ourselves and just informing the community about what are the trends, what are the things um, going on. Since that's kind of the next phase of my business is to really kind of start show, showcasing that thought leadership around the community. That's awesome, Sarah. So where can people get in touch with you for more information about your company or any sort of uh, initiative you have going on or anything like that? So I think the best way is email. Um, my email is smarsky at smargroup.com, which you can find on our website, um, which is uh, sarahmargroup.com, S-R-A-M-A-R group.com. Um, and it's easy. In, or on LinkedIn. I'm also on LinkedIn. Uh, you can hit me there. I'm pretty active there and would absolutely be happy to support any initiatives um, for brands and companies and organizations that want to increase their outreach to U.S. Hispanic audiences and want to do so in a way that is um, impactful for the community and impactful for their business as well. So certainly here as a resource 
and an extended part of your team to help you bridge the gap and reach our Hispanic audiences. Thank you so much, Sarah. We appreciate your time. Thank you for joining the show. Thank you, Kelly. This has been so much fun. I'm so excited to have gotten to know you. <laughs> if you enjoyed today's show, please share, subscribe, and leave a review on iTunes. Thank you for listening to the Digital Dive Media Podcast, and we'll see you in the next episode.